<clears throat> what is that noise? Oh, bollocks. Opening <laughs> a, a packet, packet of mini cheddars that has just completely ripped and gone <laughs> everywhere. Oh, no. Um, hello, everybody. We are back for, well, the season. It's almost upon us. We're the Long Sapper podcast. We've kind of been a bit quiet over the summer, um, but we are not going to be now. We're committing to do our very best to be here every week with week being now on the Super Bowl. I am Adam sitting in the chair tonight. Um, with me are Dougie, Russ and Rich. Good evening, everybody. Yo. Good evening. Good. Uh, Mark and Craig might join us at some yeah. point. They're doing Mark's drafting. You know, I don't know what sort of moron would appear on a podcast while drafting. Um, that would be quite unprofessional. Uh, but he may join us while doing that. Um, Craig is kicking people or similar, and he may being an athlete. pop along later. Being an athlete, yes. Just being <laughs> Something a world-class which... athlete. I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> uh, so we may hear from them. We may not. Um, it's the, the, usual, the usual professional standards from the Long Snapper podcast. Uh, we... We're not really going to preview the season um, because plenty of other podcasts seem to do that, but we might touch on a couple of bits. Week one is barely 24 hours away uh, with the the Falcons-Eagles kicking off tomorrow night or possibly today when you download this. Uh, But, of course, to start the the podcast off, we have a quiz and a break from the norm. Russ has got something for us. Yeah, well, let's not hold out too many high expectations of this. It's better be good. We've got got a quiz based on uh, stats, offensive stats for the 2017-18 season. So I'm already bored. I've got author. It's it's an offensive quiz. Got it. It's an offensive quiz. Yep. It's a higher or lower based quiz. Each of you will get to pick one category, be that total um, yards, passing yards, rushing yards, uh, average points per game, um, and a couple of others. Uh, and Is it going to we'll take as long as the explanation? Mate, <laughs> it, it will if you keep interrupting. From there, I will give you a, a team and a number, and we'll go higher or lower. Once you get two wrong, you are out, and the the person with the most right answers at the end of their round will uh, will win. And I've also got a tie break question, so we, we are covered on that scale. Also, so that is a who man prepared? Who notes. would like to go first? Rich, I think. I mean, you're only slightly less of a guest than I am. Um, am I a guest now or am I a regular? I don't really. I, I, I love that. Week, you're not a guest. I, I absolutely love that. You're slightly less of a guest than me. <laughs> I'm, and I hope you took that the way it was intended. Um, <laughs> of course. Disparagingly. I, I, so, I, I do want to start referring to you as a guestula. Yes, <laughs> a guestula. Or a tescula. Tes- no, that doesn't work. Right. So, Rich, have. Um, Total uh, offensive yards, average yards per game on offense, passing yards, average passing yards per game, rushing yards, uh, total for season, average rushing yards per game, total points for the season, or average points per game. What were all those again? <laughs> oh, okay. Average points. 
I'm going to go average points per game and just cut average, that. Average points per game. Okay, Rich, if you are ready, then I will begin. We will start with um, Jacksonville, who averaged 26.1 points per game last season. From Jacksonville, we will take a trip to Baltimore. I'm going to go lower. Correct. They averaged 24.7 points per game. Baltimore will go to Detroit. Uh, Higher. Correct. 25.6 points per game. From Detroit, we will go to Kansas City. Higher. 25.9 points per game. Well done. 0.3 of an increase. Um, from um, from Kansas, we will go to Pittsburgh. Oh, I've got to go higher there. Uh, unfortunately, that's incorrect. They were 25.4 uh. <coughs> points per game. So, Rich, you score three points. Uh, who's next? Doug, you're next. What do you want, mate? Uh, I'll have... Rushing yards per game. Total rushing yards per season or rushing yards per game? Uh, Per game. Per game. Okay, average rushing yards per game. Let's start with the Carolina Panthers, which is 131.4 average rushing yards per game. From there... Hang on, aren't those two things the same? Just one's divided by 16? Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, that's sure, fine. Surely. <laughs> oh, you know, mate. That's good, good math. Don't be a if dick, you can mate. do maths quick enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying here, mate. I'm trying. Uh, we'll go 131.4 in Carolina to uh, Buffalo. Uh, higher. Incorrect. You're out of the quiz. <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> has 36.1 um, average rushes per game. So, unlucky, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely, genuine delight there, Russ. For the benefit of the team, um, Doug may well explain why that is. Okay, Adam, uh, where are you going? Uh, I'll go with total offensive yards, please. Total offensive yards for the season. Okay, let's go for. Can I have it averaged out per game, please? Uh, you want the average out per game? Yeah, if that's what you want, that's what'll happen. Um, Let's go to San Francisco. How many, on average, offensive yards per game? Uh, isn't this? Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's 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 a bad bad question. Yeah, that's, that's they average tough quiz. That no twelve. <laughs> they they average. Oh, this averaged. is officially the worst quiz ever. Stop, mate. That is. Really you're not anything. <laughs> they at so San Francisco. San Francisco averaged three hundred forty-nine point three <laughs> offensive yards per yeah. game last season. Okay. Yeah. Let's. I want to go to Jacksonville on holiday. It's lovely. It's lovely at this time of year. This school shoot. I would say that Jacksonville. Jack, I'm going to go. Ah, uh, yeah. Correct. So from 349.3, Jacksonville had 365.9 average yards per game. Um, from Jacksonville, let's go to uh, Houston Texans. Higher. Uh, incorrect. The Texans <laughs> averaged 320 uh, offensive yards per game, which means Rich is this week's quiz winner. 
well done, Rich. That's 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 well deserved. Well oh, played. <laughs> I, I like your quizzes for us. I won't do it anymore. <laughs> just just out of interest, right? I've got I've got a couple of tiebreaker questions. Are you interested in in these? No. Just as a throw throw out there. I am. Mate. I am. So I'll give you all one guess. Not interested. How many points? <laughs> How many points in total were scored in the NFL last season? Total oh, no, no, I'm with Dougie now. I'm not interested. Ten thousand three hundred and twelve. <laughs> Any any advances on that or how many points in the season? Yep, in total, ten thousand three hundred and eleven. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Ten thousand nine hundred thirty-seven. Oh, eleven thousand. Well, there was actually eleven thousand one hundred twenty. So Rich wins that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. Smash, smash. You may have heard the Mark Stolzit tones who has just joined us. He is also drafting, so he may he may chat. He, he may, may, chat. He may miss not. picks because of being distracted by this. The other the other way around may happen equally, and he may talk nonsense because he's distracted by his draft. But then that's no different to normal, so it should be fine. And hopefully, it will ruin your draft and your pick. I don't know. <laughs> hopefully, Derek you won't Henry end up with first or something. Uh, I picked Derek Henry last night. Yeah, but probably not in the first round. Anyway, we, uh, we'll we, move. We, no, I was going to say you picked Derek Henry in what was the longest draft I've ever been involved in? Yeah, three and a bit hours, wasn't it? <sighs> yeah, auction was, draft for you. It's um, upsetting. It was upsetting. It is, I think, the most enjoyable format. But boy, does it does it take a long time. Um, yeah, especially getting through those middle overs. Especially when you've you got do- someone in Australia. <laughs> well, you do what Craig did, spent all his money in the first 10 minutes and then didn't do anything else and then didn't spend the rest of his money. Yeah. I was in an auction draft with Adam last week where one of the guys bid all of his money on Saquon Barkley. Oh, uh, yeah, but that makes and sense. Then, and then just fucked off for like an hour and a half and came back to do his last he had, his, he had his commute to do, so it was, kind of, I think, mostly <laughs> deliberate. Well, you know, fair play. Um, yeah. Craig drafted the best team, though, so... Uh, if, if he joins us, I'm sure he will come on to that. Um, before we move on, I should mention that we, we tweet occasionally. Find us at Long Snap Pod. Um, hopefully, we'll do a bit more of that. The season's starting. Um, there'll be games and stuff to talk about. Um, boy, I miss those. Um, let's talk about a bit of news kicking around. Um, we used to do this sort of stuff before we did two or three podcasts in the summer and just just mess about. Um our last one, we did a draft with six of us and it all got quite silly and we didn't really talk about anything NFL related. But this is what we're going to do right now. Khalil Mack, that's been a bit of shocking news. Um, he's off to the Bears. The Raiders are getting a couple of first round picks, uh, second round pick, I think. Um, I saw it, saw it on Twitter that it's basically giving away a winning lottery ticket for two more lottery tickets. Um, I kind of can be on board with that logic. What's going on with the Raiders? Are they losing the plot? Um, do we believe in Gruden? I don't particularly believe in Gruden, but I also don't believe that it's that bad a, a decision. Um, essentially, with Derek Carr and Amari Cooper on that roster, they're going to be paying three players upwards of 15 million a year relatively soon 
I think Mac was the odd one out. I think there's there's potentially more. It's easier to pick, or there's more availability of defensive linemen. Um, and so the two first round picks can help, but it, it seems mental to me. What like, I don't understand why they do it. Like you can come up with all kinds of cap reasons as to why they do it, but it, it just seems to me a little bit like Gruden saying, "This is my team. I'm going to do what I want." I've got to be honest, Doug. I would not keep Amari Cooper over Khalil Mack if that was the decision process. No, but if yeah, you're building, I'm, I'm but if you're building around. Derek Carr, then you have to. I mean, it depends, obviously, if he comes back and plays as well as he did in uh, in 2016. But if you get the 2017 version, I'm not convinced that he's anywhere near good enough to be a, a stud wide receiver there. Is a, is a wide out like him, surely he's easier to replace than someone like Khalil Mack, I, I would think. Um, especially as you haven't seen consistency in those huge heights from Cooper and but yeah and then he said Marlon Mack uh Khalil Mack you you have he's easy to replace (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah he's definitely you could replace him Adam yeah yeah um, (laughs) fine um but you know it's Khalil Mack you've you've got to luck out um to get someone like that with one of those first round picks that he's now got maybe maybe he will maybe they'll They'll look great in a couple of years, but it just seems to me one of the best defensive players in the NFL for years. They're just giving them up. I think, I think you're right, um, but I, I don't necessarily think they are just giving him up. They offered him a massive chunk of, massive chunk of money. Um, and yeah, I get that he is one of probably the top two or three interior linemen in the league. But they did offer him a massive salary and he chose to follow the money elsewhere. Um, which is is you know he's perfectly within his rights to do. Bobby Brown, um, isn't it? That's my prerogative. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> this this is this is why Russ comes on. <laughs> there's going to be. I'll tell you what, just, just wait for this podcast because there's going to be a uh, there's going to be a theme. Okay. Excellent. Good. Um, so you know, yeah, <laughs> brilliant. I was getting absolute pelters tonight, Ross. Ross, I'm even calling Ross. you the wrong name. <laughs> Ross. 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 Yeah. Can you not see him on your Skype? Fuck. Tough crowd. Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's going on? Why has everyone stopped talking? <laughs> I didn't know what you were getting at. <laughs> I'm I'm lost. Can, where yeah. were we? Khalil, Khalil Mark, Mark, was, Mark was in mid flow. Yeah, so I I, don't, I think the Raiders. Yeah, they're silly to let him go. I wouldn't have let him go, but it's not all on them. I think there is a big chunk of Mac also wanting, you know, that serious dollar. If he'd have wanted to stay with the Raiders, he he easily could have done. I also think I'm not convinced by the flip side of this deal. I, I get for the Bears that it's a massive win in one particular position, but they're not a team that's one or two positions away from a Super Bowl team. They are a long way away, and you're giving up a lot of future potential there um, when uh, I don't think they're really in that position. I, well, I disagree. If, if you're that far away, then you need draft capital. Well, they've just given yeah, that that's up. my point. They've just given it all up. How they, They've got two... He's talking about the Bears. 
Bears. Oh, you're talking about the Bears, sorry. Um, yeah, on the other side of the trade. Yeah. I'm not That's sure. The, uh, I do yeah. think they are that far away, though. Teams and coaches don't. They believe in themselves. That's that's what happens. And you, you get an opportunity to grab a big, big name, massive star like that. It's hard to turn down, I think, sometimes. Um, mm. But I, I, I see what you're saying. I don't, I don't think he's, he's going to take them. They're suddenly going to be a Super Bowl winning team on the back of it. Um, but, you know, it could could take them from being 5-11 and 11 to 8-8 eight and eight or something like that, which isn't, isn't insignificant. Don't get me wrong. I'm intrigued by what they do this year. I'm just not convinced that they're... I'm not even convinced they'll make the playoffs. Uh, I, I worry for the Raiders, in all honesty. And I don't know, I don't know much about it. But any team that... I mean, I, I read today that there are 32... On their 53-man roster, there are 32 different players than what there were on last year's roster, which, which is a huge amount of change. And are they going to have the the time and the and the wherewithal to be able to gel together to put together any sort of run throughout the season? Especially when they're letting their best defensive players go, banking on draft picks. I think well, the the answer is not certainly not straight away. Um, we'll see just just how how bad they are in due course. Um, another bit of news. Uh, it's not directly football related, but Nike. Um, have stuck. Nike, uh, I guess, man, please. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Isn't it Nikkei? <laughs> That's the African version. <laughs> oh, God, where, where are we going with this? Uh, they have put, um, well, it was the topic of many discussions on our pod probably a year or so ago, every week, scratching our heads at what was going on. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, still out of a job in the NFL, but he's uh, received probably a handsome, handsome paycheck from Nikkei. Um, for this advert that's gone out, um, I, I mean, I guess Nike. I, I'm going to say Nike. Their shares have dipped a little bit on the back of this because it's oh, my polarized opinion. I'm uh, sure it will bounce back. They have you they actually had went up today. They've had Nike shares oh, went yeah. up today. Now, I bet oh, they yeah, have. Bloody, everyone's go. every single person has been talking about it. <laughs> no such thing as bad publicity. It's, it's not just Kaepernick either, is it? They've got Mike Tyson involved. No such as well. thing as bad publicity. Who's, Tell that to Gary Glitter. <laughs> I think that's slightly different. <laughs> I, th- I think having sex with children has something to do with that. Oh, um, this may but, be a new low for the long time. No, I mean, we touched on last week, but what I were, you know, they, they've got Tyson involved. They, they seem to have got uh, got a few, not necessarily bad apples, but checkered bad people from from maybe just the wrong side of the tracks to uh, to make it controversial. And uh, and it's worked because everybody's talking about it. Did you People see the bloke who trainers. burnt his shoes with his feet still in them? Yeah, <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> that's the kind of that's the kind of uh, that's that's the kind of uh, fucking moron you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. And there was <laughs> someone else who burnt his New Balance trainers. <laughs> if you saw that, <laughs> brilliant. How's <laughs> Trump weighed in as well? Trump's had his say, saying that Nike is getting killed with anger and boycotts now. It's, I mean, I think it's brilliant, personally. I think it's absolutely brilliant. And I think that it's fair play to Nike. Clearly, there is, you know, they can say that it's as much to do with them believing in racial injustice and whatever they they say. It's, It's to do with Nike making money. They only ever do things to make money. 
they know full well that the cam that the campaign is going to generate a huge amount of publicity, both negative and positive. But as as we mentioned earlier on, the fact is every single person is talking about Nike at the moment. And um, can I just temper that slightly? You you normally do. Well, <laughs> Nike only just recently signed a three billion deal with the NFL, who Colin Kaepernick is currently suing. Yeah. <laughs> so if it was all about money, that I think that, that, that's, that's a direct oh, conflict of interest, and I, I think it's a bit cynical to look at it as only about money. I, I, I don't think it's only about money, but I think that that will be always at the forefront of their thinking with everything they do. Of course, it's going to be. They're not going to do anything yeah. that's going to directly make them lose money. But that, might, that, that, that might well lose them money because the NFL could well just turn turn to them and say, "Well, what the fuck are you doing?" This th- this three billion contract. Do you know what we're going to do? We're going to go and sign with Adidas. I would. Well, they won't know. Well, no. no, and I think what will happen. I don't know how long's left to run on this contract, but yeah. water quickly goes under the bridge. And how would it things. look? How would it, how would the NFL look if they were to off the back of an off the back of a campaign that highlights racial discrimination? If the NFL then pulled the plug on a sponsorship deal with a company that highlighted it, how does that make the NFL look? The issue with the NFL isn't a racial issue. The issue with the NFL was them managing Colin Kaepernick out of the NFL, and then a company that they've done a three billion deal with stands in his corner over the NFL's corner. I don't think it matters, mate. I think when you look at the the general perception, regardless of what's gone on with Kaepernick, if the NFL do that, they will be perceived by the simpletons that reside in America as inherently, you know, a potentially but the, but racist organisation. those simpletons make up a large proportion of the NFL audience. My point exactly. Yeah, so... If those simpletons are saying, what the fuck are you doing, Nike? No, they won't know. I don't think I don't think the NFL will mind all this publicity either, to be honest. I think it's it's nicely timed with um with the season the start of the new it? season. It's all a bit too convenient. Well it well it isn't, I mean, it isn't the, because um, they've also a... done campaigns with other athletes. It's not just Kaepernick, is it? There's a voiceover. There's a voiceover video ad that is apparently going to be airing during the first Thursday night football. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, down. I don't think we've seen the last of it. I really don't. I think Nike are, are jeopardising their position with the NFL, and I wouldn't be surprised when their deal's up, if not sooner. They are on their ear, and Adidas or somebody else comes in to take that market. And I think it's also worth remembering that regardless of the financial implications, there's actually like quite an important message um, that it's the, the racial inequality side of it almost gets forgotten in the hullabaloo that goes around with the kneeling. But the fact is that that's still a massive issue in America. Someone's highlighted it and they're at the NFL because of it. Um, uh, yeah. And fair play that a company has actually backed him a little bit. But does it surprise you when when the whole crux of the issue has been boiled down to Colin Kaepernick disrespecting veterans when the yes. whole idea was brought to him by a fucking veteran? Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know? and you ask you ask veterans <coughs> they mind, and they don't. They think it's perfectly fine what he's doing. It's like you said, it's basically simpleton American Trump supporters that don't understand it. 
and exactly. Trump himself. Russ, did you, yeah, call, did you join up, did you join up for, the, for, for, for the flag and for the country? Say again, mate. When, when you joined up, did you do it for flag and country? Or did you do it because no, you just I, needed I a it, job? I did it because I got shit exam results. Yeah, I needed exactly. a job. <laughs> <laughs> but, but having said that, <clears throat> you can call, <clears throat> call bullshit on the, on the whole situation, which has been mentioned so many times. Imagine, imagine this in this country, if you will, if... You know, during the World Cup, Raheem Sterling didn't sing the national anthem, or you know, somebody decided not to link arms and walk out together. It just—it's absolute horseshit. The whole thing should just be forgotten. About I know, and and we've done we've done this to death, haven't we? Yeah, um, going back a couple of years. Um, let's let's move on. Um, Lev Bell is uh, refusing to turn up for stuff. Um, normally, you get this kind of get the odd hold out every year um generally not for such a big name and not for so long so close to the start of the season is he is he actually going to miss time are we going to see pittsburgh without levy on bell what's how's this going to play out there's talk of him missing the first two games will he well look here's my I've, i've had this conversation on jack's podcast earlier on and um Here's my view on it. If Bell misses two games and James Conner comes in and does a similar job to what D'Angelo Williams did when he came in when Bell was I was just going to say that, yeah. yeah. Do the Steelers then go, do you know what? We lose him for free at the end of the year. Let's get a first rounder for him and ship him on. Because he's not signing there next year, is he? Let's be honest. It would seem that way. Normally, a lockout tends to end in a deal, um, but like I say, not as, not when it's gone this long. Um, I, th- I think you're right. Maybe that's what they should do. You get the value for him. I think yeah, it all depends, depends on how well Connor does. Well, D'Angelo Williams did pretty well, as I remember, a couple of years ago when he had that suspension. Um, he did very well, but then as soon as as soon as Bell was back, he like D'Angelo Williams was nowhere again. Yeah, yeah. So the other thing that I, I wanted to say, and it sort of ties in with this with the Steelers, is that no one's really mentioned this, right? Antonio Brown has only played one full season without Todd Haley as his offensive coordinator. That was his second season in the league. Todd Haley's not there anymore. And the the situation, you look at all the players that Pittsburgh have brought through in that Todd Haley era... You're looking at um, James. So they're saying James Washington's meant to be pretty good, but it's unproven. But you look at Juju Smith-Schuster. You look at um, Martavis Bryant. They, these players all did really well under Todd Haley. I love Juju. Okay, we we, we know we Antonio know. Brown's done really well under Todd Haley. Levy and Bell's flourished under Todd Haley, but so did D'Angelo Williams. I just wonder if there's a little bit of system of a system bump to all these players. And I wonder if players like Bell and Brown might have a slightly downturn year just because of that. And it will be interesting to watch it all play out with the Connor situation and, and Lev Bell. I think they might have a down year anyway. I'm kind of on the bandwagon that set, well, it's not bandwagon, but I'm kind of of the opinion that Roethlisberger is going to be the first one of that generation of quarterbacks that just falls off a cliff. And disappears, it'd be out of the league. Um, 
This is going to be his 15th year in the yeah. league. Yeah, I, I he's, think, he's due to go anyway, isn't he? I, I think I, I may be a year too early and maybe I'm completely wrong, especially about Antonio Brown, but I think there may be a little bit of a downturn in, in production for all of these players. And it might be a good time for the Steelers to just cash in on Bell anyway. If you're right in what you're saying about Big Ben, then um, Brown's production is going to suffer, isn't it? Because he's he's not got the, the gun thrown to him. Yeah, look, I'm not saying exactly that Roethlisberger's, and we're getting away from the pot. I'm not saying, I'm not saying Roethlisberger's going to fall off a cliff this year. I'm just saying I think Bell might have a, if he plays a, a slightly lower, a, a worse year this year, and I think Brown might have a worse year this year based on the fact that they don't have Todd Haley anymore. And they haven't but, not had Todd Haley since 2012, you know. So I they think could it, equally go the other way and try and go all in on trying to get a Super Bowl before Ben goes. Absolutely, so try and, and throw everything at signing signing Bell. And my, my point uh, is though that it might be that they get James Connor in, he does all right, but the Steelers actually look at it and go, he's not going to be here next year. We're a new offense. We need to rebuild. Maybe let's ship him out and get a first for him, and we can try and pick a quarterback to replace Ben next year. Let's uh, let's talk about NFL UK um, and all that they're doing to to bring the game, publicise the game over here. Um, Dougie, you have some uh, some thoughts that you want to get into? Yeah, I want to know what they're doing. I want to know what Alistair Kirkwood does to earn what I can only imagine to be a very good salary. It's a jet set off to America every couple of weeks to sit on Sky Sports and talk for 10 minutes and not say anything. What What is he doing? What are the NFL UK actually doing? Because they're not making Game Pass better. They're not making the fan experience better. They're not actually engaging with fans. All it seems to be is an in, incredibly overfunded chat room on Facebook. There does seem to be a focus on quantity over quality um it's about attracting as many new fans as possible um once once they're sucked hooked in do you then... blame them for that <clears throat> they're they're bringing new fans that's... in and pulling their pants down though aren't they but yeah, they're bringing new fans in but not in once they're in they're not enhancing the experience so all they're doing is introducing them to american football and saying get on with it the relationship sure needs they're really as... bringing new fans in that much well, like what does what do they do beyond what the NFL itself does? Exactly, and Sky Sports. And this is my well, they, point. They try, they, you look at their social media. That's clearly what they're trying to do. Um, Adam, you know when you go to looks. a you know when you go to a T Twenty match and they have that awful video on the big screen about this is a this when the ball goes over the rope, it's called a four, and when it goes over the rope without bouncing, it's called a six, and it's a, some little kid narrating about it, and they do that at the Wembley games every year. For the last decade, there's a some stupid VT that's played in with some player going, this is called offside. You know, the referees are the one in black and white. You know, where's the fan think, experience I, I being enhanced? I think last, the last couple of years, that's gone away a little bit. Yeah, I didn't see that. The Bills game, there was none of that. I mean, I, I, I just... Why don't you marry NFL UK then? <laughs> you and Alistair uh, yeah, I, I get your sitting point. in a tree. <clears throat> yeah, uh, you're, Doug, you're the, the branch snaps and he breaks his back. 
the absolute king of a mature response from Douglas <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, they have to. Um, part of their remit is to grow the sport in this country, so they have to try and do that because American football, to a beginner or a younger person, is a difficult sport to get your head around. So they have to have a period of trying to help them get it's used to it. It's been ten years, Mark. Yeah, but it hasn't been ten years for people who are only just picking it up now, has it, Doug? No, it's but not, my it's point is, what are they? Has it, Russ? <laughs> yeah, well played. My my point is, what are they doing to retain fans once they're in? How has the experience yeah, I, of going I, to I, a I Wembley game improved over the last decade? If anything, well, it's how, got worse. How can it improve? What are you what are you looking for them to do? Like put on more fan events? So they do that? No, no, are I'm not looking, looking for fan events. I'm looking for the fan experience within the stadium um, okay. and well, around yeah, the tailgate. I, I, so the the, 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 tail, the, the tailgate, whole reason big... the whole reason I stopped going was because the fan experience is terrible. I agree with you. I think the outside of the stadium stuff is poor. Like within the vicinity of the stadium, I don't think you get the NFL tailgating feel. I, they they obviously do that tailgate party, but I think that's a bit contrived. I think once you're in the stadium, I don't think the experience is all that bad. I think it's improved significantly from the first game up to the more recent ones, definitely. Um, but I, I don't see what else they can do in for once you're in the ground. I mean, what what you're looking what you're looking for exactly? I, but I take your point that outside of the stadium, then yeah, there's there's a bit more that they could do there. I, I'm I'm sort of with you on that. I don't I don't see what. Uh, so going back to the T20, you go to a 2020 cricket match. Um, you're basically going to watch the cricket. The Razzmatazz on the side is neither here nor there. If if you're a true fan, uh, I'm not. You know they're they're doing the same as the NFL, trying to attract new fans all the time. Um, but ultimately, it's down to how good the game is that's going on in front of you. And NFL UK, the ECB, whoever can't really do a huge amount about that. Um, you're going to an event because the event itself is the pull. And I don't I don't know. You know I don't really care what music gets played. Well, there's a commercial break. Oh yeah, that yeah. I, I don't. I don't want fucking Little Mix playing though. That's that's a very good. This point. is well, my uh, point. Right? You're in saying. the ground, and the halftime entertainment's fucking Little Mix. There's no. I don't really care what the halftime entertainment is personally. No, but it shows a disregard for the people that have paid money to be there because they don't know their market. Is that any different? Is that any difference though to having fucking Janet Jackson or Justin Timberlake is, or it, Britney Spears at the Super Bowl? It's not, mate. No, no, it is, no mate, it's, it's little mix. It's popular. Whoever's popular exactly. at the time. Little mix. Who's, are who's your favourite member of Little Mix? Not Judge Jar Bings. <laughs> Pro- probably Perry. <laughs> <laughs> probably Perry, if I'm honest. Yeah. Hilda. Dave is Dave in Little Mix? I don't know. Um, <laughs> See, I don't. I don't, think, I, I don't think this is. I don't think this is entirely. Compared to like, so Doug's point originally was, what are they doing about the terrible crap that is Game Pass and you know a lot of the stuff that actually you could, most UK fans like th- the games are three three games a year and yeah the, the I don't disagree with Doug I think particularly the Twickenham games were were fucking rubbish in terms of the, the fan experience there um, but in terms of how UK fans experience the NFL. It's through Game Pass. It's through Sky Sports. Now, Sky Sports are going to do their own thing. Game Pass has been an absolute shit show for, what, the last two years? It's still a shit show now from everything I'm seeing on Twitter. And the NFL UK Twitter handle, their Facebook, is completely silent on that. 
surely they should be the ones championing for the fans and trying to do something about it. That's that's a, a completely and utterly fair point. Don't disagree with you at all. That, that I haven't didn't have Game Pass last season because of the feedback. I won't have it again this season. Um, and there, you know, some last year I understand some random BBC reporter did more about Game Pass than NFL UK ever did. Um, and that is that's ridiculous. But I think Mark, is that not Mark as much Simpson, because that was the yeah. Northern Ireland correspondent. Why he got involved, I don't know, but he did. And, yeah, fair um, play to him. I think yeah, it's still really been to cover for a few years. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, let's. Went, that just came out. I'm sorry. Just came out. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's see if come 6:15 on Sunday, Game Pass holds itself up. That's that's ultimately what's going to matter there. Um, there are there are clearly some niggles. What doesn't help is the fact that their Twitter feed have decided to stop managing it. So right. that's and rather you can blame actually, Jack Humphrey for that. <laughs> <laughs> probably, uh, if it wasn't him, it would be someone else. Though you know that's not really good for your image if you decide to stop tweeting um, because too many people are complaining. Um, you know, try and at least show some face. You shouldn't if you're giving up on something like that. That's sort of either saying something is wrong with it or you're arrogantly hiding away. I don't think either looks good. Um, I imagine if everything isn't perfect, we'll be talking about this next week and the following weeks, um, which seems like Groundhog Day when you look back to last season, but there we go. Um, just before we move on quickly, what about the the, um, the Tottenham Stadium? I mean, I, I don't know why it's what the NFL UK could have done differently, really, but it's a bit embarrassing. Um, well, Tottenham are embarrassing completely, utterly, aren't they? Everything that's, about them. That's, yeah, that's that's where we want to <laughs> go with it. shit show, mate. Uh, they could have done a lot more, show. a lot about that. For people that had already bought tickets, people that had already bought hospitality packages, the way it was tickets handled. Tickets weren't sale. Some, some boxes had sold, I think. Yeah, the um, way, the, but the way it was handled and the way the information was disseminated lies at the door of NFL UK. Of course it does. There's been a complete lack of communication. People There's been a bought, lack of... People have bought season tickets. So individual tickets weren't on sale, but season tickets had been no, they, sold. No, they didn't include that game. Um, they were, they hadn't gone on sale. So what was, all the stuff on Twitter, what was all the stuff on Twitter then about people, what's happening with my season ticket? This is what I'm getting at. Well, okay, to explain about the tickets, season tickets had been sold for Wembley you know Mark's already married to him right you can't have him as well (laughs) well no I'm just I'm just clarifying that they hadn't sold other than hospitality they hadn't sold any tickets for the new Tottenham Stadium Um, Wembley tickets the inconvenient truth well controversy was essentially the fact that it was smaller than Wembley and people who hadn't got a Wembley season ticket were concerned that they wouldn't be able to get tickets and there were also rumours about Spurs season ticket holders being offered them ahead of them um, and stuff like that. But, you know, that's all proved to be irrelevant. Um, one of the, the positives, I guess, from that, that whole situation. Um, presumably, next year, the stadium might be ready, although I'm not entirely certain. You know, I'll go, go past it on the train as recently as tonight. The outside bit still isn't all there. That suggests that <laughs> it's not about to open. Uh, but yeah, has there not been rumours in the last couple of days that it could be like the entire next season? season yeah. I, I said that weeks, months ago. You know, I don't think they'll play a Spurs will play a home game this season. 
Um, Frankly, as a, as a Spurs fan, I'm embarrassed by the whole fucking situation. They they made all these promises. Daniel Levy's made all sorts of supposed to be an absolute genius when it comes to business and and dealing with all this sort of stuff. Whoever he's got in charge of of program managing and project managing this, the stadium, um, they they fucked it basically. I, I think can, companies um... that build stadiums deliver them late. That just is the norm. But what Tottenham have done have put huge gambles on actually getting something delivered to a ridiculously fast timescale when actually it's not really doable, I don't think. You know, so if they just seven years. Yeah, if they'd just been honest and upfront right from the very start, it's going to yeah. take two years. We'll play at Wembley yeah, for two why? years. Absolutely. absolutely. Why, why, why push yourself to the nth degree with the, fear, with the fear you can end up in a situation where you're just going to fuck everyone over? I think they, get they were nice worried about the backlash. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, but what's, worse, what's worse, they Mark? What's, is the backlash of this worse or the backlash of saying, actually, oh, yeah. we're going to be back playing at Wembley so, for two years? From an unnamed yeah. source about the Spurs stadium, the um, my, my source works in the construction industry. Um, Daniel Levy's, um, the company doing 200 millions worth of fit was owned by the same guy who um, is Dan, Dan Levy's best mate, basically. Um, there's no cost control incentive at all in the deal that they've signed, so there's no incentive for them to finish on time. They they get paid I can... for the amount of days they're on site. <laughs> it's basically, so basically Dan... they're build, they're, they build in a stadium on price. Yeah, it's basically Dan Levy's they're building mate. The stadium built... on price, yeah, which yeah, is like yeah. by the meter or by the whatever. Yeah. So every seat they put in, they're going to get a little bit more. Not actually, here's your deadline for every time you go over it we're going to reduce your reduce your output no we'll just go yeah we'll just keep paying you and paying you and yeah. paying you until you deliver it yeah i also Tremendous. know that there are job adverts currently out there for fixed term contracts for electricians for three months uh, in the tottenham area um so i don't think it's opening in october well it's we know it's not you know, november at least yeah end of the season as i say um, let's anything else on NFL UK uh, while while we're on there. It's always a a topic that gets people's back up or gets people uh, opinions on it. Um, uh, ultimately, we have games over here that we watch. We can watch well until Game Pass went wrong. We could watch any game we liked. Um, I don't think it's a it's a bad experience in that sense. Although obviously we want it to work. Um, let's. I know we said that we're not going to do anything preview-wise um, because every other podcast has done that and, and done it well. That's not necessarily what we're about. Let's do a very quick fire. Um, in fact, let's not even explain it. Let's do a quick fire um, game on this. I want you... We don't want to talk about who's going to win Super Bowl. I want to know... In fact, it doesn't kind of be either or on this. Who's going to be drafting first overall in 2019 slash first head coach to be fired. Let's assume it's the same thing. Um, what do we all say quickly? Uh, I'll go Tampa Bay, Duck Cutter, first head coach to be fired. Okay. Uh, that's where I was going, bastard. <laughs> Dolphins, Adam Gase. Um, I'm, I'm with you on the Dolphins, completely. Dougie, uh... are you going to break the tie or go somewhere else? I'm just it's ball positive in Florida, mind, isn't it? 
Jackson. Jacksonville, just to complete the set. <laughs> mm, who do I think? I think, I think Pete Carroll might not might be the first coach to go. I think that's actually a really, really good shout. Okay. I don't think they they would pick first overall next year. No, I'm not saying they would. I I think the no, team that'll pick first next first overall next year will be the Denver Broncos. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Can I? I'll I'll just add to what I've what I've said and what we've previously said. I think that um, Gruden's latest stint at the Raiders could be quite a short one. He's got a hundred million dollar fully guaranteed contract. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> See, Why if, not? If it's the first head coach fired, I think that would be the. I didn't know team. that. I didn't know that was his contract. But <laughs> the amount of players coming in and out and, and getting rid of Mac as well, I think that I think the Raiders are going to struggle. I, I think they'll miss the playoffs, and I, I don't think they'll be drafted first. But I think they'll struggle with a negative record. Yeah. Negative, <laughs> well, like minus six and <laughs> seven, you know, minus, minus six and, <laughs> not, and zero. Minus you six and twenty-two. <laughs> that would be outstanding, and he still wouldn't get fined. They were so bad; they minus games. <laughs> You're all prick. I, I do think. I do think Jackson Jackson and Jason Garrett are going to be on the hot seat, though as well I think those guys have been in those jobs long enough and if their teams start badly they could be out yeah yeah Jerry Jones has been quite patient with Jason going rightly so um, so far uh, interesting one that does he get another season yeah I think it's I, I'm sort of on the fence with Dallas a little bit where we'll come on to our one sentence previews in fact I'm, I'm well let's quickly well, they've thrown all their eggs in the Dak Prescott basket and um, just like to point out that I was right about him. <laughs> Greg's not on. Greg's, I... I think so much so much of Dak is whether Zeke is there. I think something stupid like if Zeke starts with Dak, when he's not there, he's sent. So Dak is a better quarterback when that running back is there. And unfortunately, he loves doing stupid things too much, which means that he's not there more than the Cowboys would like. I love the fact we missed all of that. Uh, it wasn't just me. Okay, that's fine. I think we got the gist of it. Um, <laughs> Good. Let's, let's uh, apologize a couple of other things that we're probably not really get time to, uh, to talk talk about. Um, I think we... It. Fuck it. I don't care if people don't All right, whatever. Let's go, let's go an hour and a half. Um, Right, quickly then. Let's all let's all shout together. Are these rookies going to hit or miss? Um, Saquon Barkley. Don't hit, know. Hit. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this miserable I, I bastard. I, I think I know how this is going to go. Rashard Penny. Don't know. Miss. Miss. DJ Moore, Carolina receiver. Miss. miss. Hit. This is good. Ronald Jones, Tampa Bay running back. Miss. 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 I think we've Nick Chubb, Cleveland running back. A hit, but not yet. Yeah. Okay. He, he'll barely play. Next next season. Next season. They they're gonna bit. run they're gonna run um uh what's his face? Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde till he breaks and then he'll be in. Okay. Uh Calvin Ridley. Falcon. Hit. 
yeah, I'll go. So I think that. Julio Jones will um, will mean that he gets he gets a good amount of looks in, and he won't get double coverage. I think he could do all right. Yeah, the only problem with the only problem with Calvin Ridley is receiver, he's not going to help them in the red zone much, but he's quick, and I think he can make a big difference. Okay, Michael Gallup from the Cowboys. No idea. He's a good runner. <laughs> Way. <laughs> that's the only reason I'm here that's for those little here. puns I'm that's the only reason I'm here <laughs> if you need a one-liner oh. just phone him the bunts <clears throat> uh, Royce Freeman miss because Denver's going to be he's, shit he, I think now he's won the starting job I think he's got a good chance okay Josh Rosen miss so can I can I move Rose in a second and I will throw in there Christian Kirk because I think Christian Kirk has got huge potential this season for the Cardinals and I think if we just move Rose into the side slightly I think that uh that Kirk has got definite definite upside Okay. I think if Bradford's fit, I don't think Rosen plays, does he? This season? No, Bradford. Bradford's been he's, he's gone number one and, and has been number one star announced today. So, you know, he's going to start the first game, yeah. and as I say, I think Fitzgerald. Will he finish the first game? Well, yeah, that, that, that's the thing. If, 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 Brad, by the circle, yeah. if Bradford's healthy, he plays. That's it. But Fitzgerald is talking very highly about Christian Kirk, and I think from what I've read and from what I've seen. He he's gonna do some business this season. What does Larry Fitzgerald know? <laughs> <laughs> but although how many how many receivers in what is it, his fourteenth, fifteenth year? How many of them are still good? It is yeah. quite it is quite he's he's seen off a few, isn't he? Oh. Yeah. And it's again it's just, other other than Kirk, who, who, they're not throwing it to anybody else, are they? The only person I I've ever seen with Bell. Sorry, it's Ricky Seals Jones, mate. Ricky Seals Jones. He's another one. Right. I don't think right. I don't think there's going to be much time for any QB to throw in Arizona. You not think? Yeah. That that doesn't go well for Sam Bradford, does it? No, no, it does not. <laughs> the only person okay. I've ever seen with better thighs than Larry Fitzgerald is a mid 1980s Mark Hughes. <laughs> with those, with those real <laughs> tiny, tiny he, he had some, he had some wonderful thighs. Absolute guns, mate. In that Absolute sharp, guns. In that sharp kit. To be fair, yeah. you haven't seen. Larry Fitzgerald in those Adidas Man United shorts. I'd love to though. I'd I bet love, I think, I think we all would. I bet I, I bet Larry Fitzgerald would have scored that belter of a volley against Oldham in the uh, in the FA Cup final, oh, yeah. circa nineteen ninety four, something like that. Yeah. No, uh, what about the, the ball? Because they played Everton in the final. It was Everton in the final. Do you know what? Under, no, underrated that, that, that was the Chelsea though. Final. And un- underappreciated is the volley that he scored in the cup final first first match in nineteen ninety against Crystal Palace. Yeah. It wasn't really a volley, it was an absolute right. I've got a better yeah. example of a Mark Hughes volley than that. There was one at the Dell, the old the old ground at the Dell, where the net was so shallow yeah. that one of his volleys hit the, went in the goal, hit the advertising boards, came back out. Um, nobody realised he'd scored. <laughs> you know the, what this is going to be, don't you? This so... is going to be a load of YouTube links on Twitter to Mark Hughes Beamers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind that. That'd be good. Uh, let's let's get let's get into some one sentence previews. How about that? Are we uh, are we all we all ready for some of that? We all we ready, do man. them every every time in one take. <clears throat> um, 
that was a lot of fun last week. We did the, the season ones um, and it took probably half an hour to record. Three cycles uh, of our background music. <laughs> good, good to know. Mm. One uh, sentence, lads. One sentence. One, one I'm going to demonstrate here. how to write a one sentence preview with my. Oh, mate, I've completed it. I've completed it. <laughs> Finished it, mate. Let's do this. We have got Atlanta of Philadelphia. Nick Foles back to earth. Houston at New England. All eyes on Watson. Jacksonville at New York Giants. It's the Coughlin Bowl. And I actually fancy the Giants in a bit of an upset. San Francisco at Minnesota. This might well be the first loss in Jimmy Key's career. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. The season's first bumming. Tennessee at Miami. The season's second bumming. <laughs> Buffalo at Baltimore. The season, no, let's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How many interceptions is Peterman going to throw this time? Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Hard knocks effect. Playoffs start here. Cincinnati at Indianapolis. In the words of MC Nee, with a little bit of luck, we can make it through the night. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Kansas City at LA Chargers. Who cares? Seattle at Denver. Is Case Keenan for real? He does have Seattle's new powder puff defense to ease him in. Washington at Arizona. Two similarly matched sides on paper. That's all I can really say about that. Dallas at Carolina. Potentially a couple of eight and eight-ish teams meeting early. It actually looks like one of the games of the week for me. Chicago at Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers' shiny new contract against Khalil Mack's shiny new contract. New York Jets at Detroit. Donald would know what it is to be a New York quarterback on Monday morning. LA Rams at Oakland. Gruden has 32 different roster options from last season. Rams are going to, well, shit all over them. That that final game, by the way, is on the first week of the season. They do this every year. They have two Monday night games. And the second one is always a West Coast team um, playing at home. And... It ends at about 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the morning UK time. Um, it always seems to be Oakland, and it's always a terrible, terrible game. Hmm. I think the trend continues on that one. Uh, yeah. I don't know. They, they literally seem to give that game to the Oakland Coliseum every single year, um, and it will no doubt move to Vegas. That's that done. Um, but then there's the thing, the reason why everybody listens any other business. Um, and I might kick us off. Well, actually, to, very, very quickly, um, I'm going to leave Alistair Cook because I'm hoping that someone else is going to bring Alistair Cook up. Um, so I'm going to leave that one. Also, what I, Bake Off, I don't get it. I don't get Bake Off. Um, but I want to quickly mention where I went on Sunday with my family, which was to the RAF Museum in North London. It's sort of Collindale, um, easy to get to near Collindale Tube. You can drive there pretty easily. Free to get in. Uh, you pay for the car park and that's it. Uh, you can obviously make donations. Um, hadn't been before. Wow, was I blown away. Um, I would recommend that wholeheartedly to anybody at any age. Um, you will not be disappointed. A hell of a day out. In fact, it was sadly only half a day out. We were off to uh, Watford against Tottenham afterwards. But wow. Um, you, you quite often go to, I quite often, if I ever go to a museum or something, think that 
oh, okay, this will be all right, and generally enjoy it more than I expect. But this was that and then some. Do it. The, the Russ Nelson, Dougie Andrews exhibit is amazing as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> there is a, is, you could always describe it as a shrine to, <laughs> to, a, to a couple of exemplary airmen, an MT driver and a, and a telecommunications <laughs> operator. That, uh, that dealt with um, many, many uh, a, a can of Stella at the Bentley Priory. Uh, uh, San Miguel, bar. mate. San Miguel. And we were ex- exceptional at ping pong. Pass above. Uh, I, I thought that might be right up your strata. Um, yeah, it was tremendous. What a place. <laughs> uh, who wants to go next? I'll go for me. Um, I was also going to pass over Alistair Cook because I thought somebody else was uh, was going to going to mention him. Probably you, Adam. But you know, well, exemplary service. Well done, well done, lad. Uh, the best batsman ever to play for England, and by the sounds of things, an absolutely salt of the earth, amazing bloke. You know, when people start talking about the person rather than the player, you can be uh, you can be assured that that they're pretty decent. You didn't. You never heard that about Kevin Peterson. Um, but what I will say, there's a, uh, a, a rugby journalist. So before you move on from Alistair Cook, um, Rich, I will I will shout out Ed Kelly, who Rich and I both know on our uh, WhatsApp group. Um, said, and I, it just absolutely tickled me. Um, Alistair Cook will play his final innings at the Oval, um, get a double hundred. And he'll take his helmet off, raise his bat, and then he'll take his face off and reveal that he was actually Graham Gooch all along. <laughs> I like it. That'd be good. In a, in Ross, a... that's why I didn't. That's why I wasn't going to bring up Alistair Cook because it just gives Adam another opportunity at a second AOB. <sighs> that's what I was hoping would happen. Yeah. So, just, yeah. just to cut me off. Um, but so let me let me just talk about very quickly. There is a, a rugby journalist who his name rhymes with heathen bones. Uh, you probably not been blocked by him on Twitter yet. Um, he literally <laughs> has, um, if anybody offers an opinion, even if they agree with him a lot of the time, he will just block, he'll, he'll call them a dickhead and then block them on Twitter and then blame in inverted commas, his people. Um, but it kind of leads me on to a slightly bigger, wider issue around sports journalism and the what seemingly is is an unacceptance of media such as ours i guess with with podcasts because you know we don't within the all over podcast and certainly on here we don't pretend to be anything other than fans talking about a sport or you know i listen to a lot of rugby podcasts and and different podcasts of different genres nobody actually pretends to be an official journalist or unless they are an official journalist but they are offering an opinion from maybe a slightly different angle from what is traditional. And that can only be a good thing when people are sharing opinions or are unable to have open debate. What, what is seemingly happening? I would is say though, I a, am an official quiz master. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there, there seems to be a very, uh, like a, a closing of the ranks. There's, there's a, a football journalist called Ollie Holt, who's an absolute fucking throbber. Oh, he's an absolute um, weapon, that guy. Yeah, he is a belter. <laughs> and he, there's Stephen Jones for rugby. I, every sport's going to have them. The I've gone to journalism school. I've earned my stripes. You can't talk about it because I'm the authority on this and on that. And you know what? The fucking world has changed. You know, everyone's entitled to an opinion. And just because they don't necessarily agree with you, 
It might make them a bit of a prick, yes, you know, but you can't control that. But to just literally call somebody a dickhead and block them without a right to reply is childish and pointless. And, you know, everybody's got the right to an opinion, you know, whether it's right or wrong is neither here nor there. At least, you know, listen to it or hear it out or ignore it. Do whatever you want, but don't shoot other people down for just having an opinion. We're all fans at the end of the day. Hear, hear. Love that. I like the way you uh, said his name rhymed with something and then later said his name as well. He ain't listening to us, mate. He's too good to listen to us. I'm and his, sure, face looks like a, his face looks like a scrotum of an old man that's been in the bath for about three hours. <laughs> it's not the same Stephen Jones who used to be the Welsh fly half, no, is he? No, no, just, no, no, okay, no. just to clarify. Okay. Good. He's got a face like a really wrinkly ballsack. <laughs> Don't judge people for that. That's what I say. Um, Mark, what have you got? I've been painting recently in my, uh, particularly my uh, my eldest son's room. Um, over I the thought last you were talking weeks. about like Picasso or something. Not, no, 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 not not, not portraits. Doing a bit of watercolor. <laughs> um, and why can't we? The year is uh, the year is two thousand and eighteen, I believe. Last time I checked. Why on earth have companies that produce paint not yet managed to? When you buy one of those little cards that you put up on your wall, <laughs> and then you go and buy a little tester pot. Not just me that's getting Mark breaking off. No, and it couldn't have broken up at a better time. <laughs> Mid brand, absolutely perfect. Right, those, when, those when, tester when pots. Did I get those that genuinely sounded like well. you were being bleeped for swearing, <laughs> uh, the way it was cutting out there. Uh, so, why, why can't paint companies devise a way to make it that the, what, the colour that comes out of the pot is the same that comes out of the tester pot, that is the same that is on that little fucking bit of card that you put on your wall? You, can, you go buy a colour, and you decide you like a colour, and you go and buy a pot of that colour paint, and it looks it's a completely different shade to the colour that you decided you liked. Grinds my gears. Paint companies, sort it the fuck out. Can I offer you a little piece of advice when it comes to painting, Mark? Don't do it. Wallpaper. Pay pay someone else to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And get your paint from PaintSpot in Nuki. Yes, PaintSpot. Our friend of ours, George, owns a painting shop. I don't know if they do. George is in the Long Snapper League. Oh yeah, of course he is. We yeah we we haven't talked about fantasy by the way. Um, but yeah, go on. So yeah. uh, Paint companies, sort your shit out. That's it. I'll, I'll go to I'll go to the paint place in in Newquay in future. And paint, paint spot. You could have gone to our podcast. You That's could have gone to do. the paint spot while you're in Newquay, but you know. Well, he might have seen me. You didn't. <laughs> the Long Snapper <laughs> podcast brought to you by Paint Spotter in Newquay. He doesn't That's even that. sponsor them all over. He's not going to sponsor this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're cheaper. You want to hear? Want to hear my team? By the way, no, no. No, no one cares A&B. about your fantasy team, Mark. I was having to concentrate so hard to get this done at the same time. I was proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't, I don't know. You fuckers! <laughs> oh, oh, I got Odell Beckham and Jack Doyle and Andrew Luck. Don't care. Huh? Craig's Craig sent us a. I was going to say Craig in in positive news. Craig can't make it. 
I'm not that. I'm only joking. No, I'm not. I am. I am. I am not. I am. Joking. Okay, Rich, go on. Take us. Take us a bit closer to where we need to be. Yeah. So, um, I am just coming out of one of my favourite parts of the year, which is festival season. Um, go to a few every year, and I've just fucking come back from the... my favourite oh, festival of the summer. End of the road. Oh, good lord! Well, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not going to go and see the Manic Street Preachers because people might have heard of them. I'm going to see a band that you've never heard of. <laughs> Cat food, Mogan. lots of bands, lots of bands that you've never heard of. Adam, why from Dying Stains are playing on a great fruit stand? Let's go there. To be fair, though, the last band that Adam heard of was probably Level Forty Two. <laughs> no. Chinese Way and Level Forty Two. <laughs> hue, hue and cry. Did, did you hell. have hair back it's then, Adam? Cell. <laughs> Here's Adam, who's still looking for Linda. <laughs> we were so close to going through a podcast without any obscure Partridge reference, and I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad we got that in there. Poor Richard, Sorry, just, Rich. Poor Rich. Richard just come on to do any other business. Doesn't give a shit about any of the rest. Just wants to do any other business, and Nobody we just shot him down. Moving on. My any other business. Yeah, uh, great festival. <laughs> Enjoyed it. Go on, Doug. <laughs> In a nutshell, top. <laughs> Not as good as 1984. Just had a better one. Third <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deacon Blue or the next one. Yeah, um, Adam, you went What's your favourite Beatles album before we move away from music? <laughs> it might be the, the best, uh, best of the Beatles. <laughs> Have you, uh, you know, it's not it's not Nirvana though, is it? You know, <laughs> Kurt Cobain. <laughs> yeah, you know, he shot himself. Why? <laughs> well, he was depressed, wasn't he? <laughs> Why weren't any good? Well, someone, someone should have told him. I mean, we, we, I mean, we literally just stopped doing Partridge wrong. <laughs> And my only uh, other I... business uh, is uh, Big Brother. Oh God! Did has anyone seen what happened in Big Brother this week? Yeah, I've seen nothing. Only, only but... because the only because of the young idiots in my office who watch it. But isn't it amazing? And it makes you wonder how many of the other people that now no longer have a career have literally been done over by like this. Yeah, it's incredible. I'll tell you what. It is incredible, isn't it? And I don't want to hijack this, but I watched her interview with Emma Willis that was done behind closed doors. Basically, you know when you know when a a lad, you know when he's having a bit of a a jovial thing, lads, 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 uh, mimicking doing some random punching, and he was dancing around her, just doing like little tappy jabs, just having a bit of a giggle. Probably had an ale or two. Uh, or they get like half a can of um, Heineken, don't they, in, in the Big River House? But he he was doing that, and then she basically said that he's assaulted me and he's battered me and he's beaten him up, and you know she's literally vilified him. Big Brother gave him an official warning. She's come out and said, "You couldn't tell me, you know, you can't tell me how I felt at the time." Rich, sorry, we've all just been dumbfounded by Rich finishing off a bottle of Jura. <laughs> Uh, that was full when we started recording. <laughs> Lad. <laughs> yeah. So either way, she set back years of 
women accusing men of of stuff and just generally being an absolute shit house mm. because everybody saw her on telly and she's overreacted and for all those fucking cr- wolf criers who you know for all the genuine stuff that goes on you know that needs to be highlighted fair play but you know she's a fucking grade a pillock me too me too no not you love yeah. Well, the, wor- the, the worst other... thing about it was the fact that she you know if if she whinges because she overreacts in the heat of the moment and get, runs off to big brother and is all like oh he's hit me he's hit me you know that's a that's a really dick move thing to do but i think the thing that's worse is when she goes and takes that geezer like in another room and says oh it was a premeditated attack um he definitely meant to injure me and the guy's thinking what the fuck and that i think is because by then she's had time to consider what she's doing and she's no, I don't, I, doubling I, I, down much about big brother but what i do know is the concept is that there are cameras everywhere yeah so <laughs> i mean apart from anything else but there the, you go. the fact it's, is, it's the, fact is right. the geezer was lucky that there were cameras everywhere because that if if that would have happened in a night ruined club, his life it would have ruined his life yeah ruined his career he's like he's got a hot missus on the outside um that yeah he's bloody lucky and it makes you wonder how many people have been unlucky exactly and you know for all the people that have been unlucky you know there's probably another five ten twenty however many there's loads that have been very you know unlucky and lucky in the in the different form of the, the word doesn't, yeah well you know what i mean yeah, but, yeah. but but what it does it just takes away from all the genuine things that do go on yeah that then people brush under the carpet and don't want to come forward for because they're scared of being treated and looked at like that fucking dick splash because <laughs> because, because by the way by the way none of you primary school no. called they want their insults back yeah. <laughs> by the way it, on my skype screen it just looked like when Russ said dick splash, you moved your arm and you were pointing right at Dougie. Exactly. <laughs> like, couldn't have done it better. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Either way, Roxanne Pallet, fucking belter. There Rich, we you go. got anything else you want to add? I, I think we, we cut you short of your, in your, which I don't Any regret. NFL stuff, <laughs> anything you want to, I, I just feel conscious that last week, Jack basically watched us draft. And this week we talked <laughs> over your any other business. We're <laughs> arseholes, basically, is what you're saying. Essentially, don't agree to be a guest on this pod. We're not going to let you say anything. <laughs> I, pre- I pretty much had forgotten to prep any kind of AOB, so you guys cut me short meant that I wasn't just rambling for 10 minutes. Like That's Adam. what Adam does every week, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so save the all from that. Sometimes you've just got to force yourself a band you saw. What was the best band that you saw at this uh, the best of all that you went to. I won't have heard of any of them, Adam. Why do you care? Uh, just, just give me a <laughs> <laughs> take. Give them, take give them the Simpson, Adam. Take the there you go. Go and buy their. Go and buy their latest compact disc. And <laughs> knock yourselves Adam, out, Adam. Take the two most obscure words that you can find and put them together. <laughs> they do, and I'll tell you uh, if they played. And and uh, and then imagine that word with a beard. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And on that bombshell, um, it's it's nearly time to time to get out of here. We will be back next week. I'm almost sure of that. Um, talking about um, some NFL. 
Yeah, maybe. For fuck's sake, we're going to get, gonna get a grip of game. these run times, boys, because that's an hour and a half. Beautiful. Yeah. Lovely. Well, that's my commute sorted for the entire week. <laughs> <laughs> More low so, than about an hour and a half. It was. I, we, I we, three of us ran over. I can't listen to it all, though, when I'm on it. I just skip through some bits and make sure it sounds okay. I, li- I always listen to them all over. Always. You should. If you like rugby, then you should. I just download any and NFL fans out here. I only ever listen to it in Bath of One. Is that bad? <laughs> when, who? What? I only ever listen to them all over if Bath of One. Because oh. I don't want to hear you talking about them if they've been shit. <laughs> <laughs> good luck this season so yeah. so yeah so anyone you know you can take my method of listening to them all over podcast which is to download and then delete or uh, sorry the, the long snapper podcast always listen are we, to are we still on air um, <laughs> you're genuinely you not sure yeah I don't know see you later bye <laughs> <laughs>